up, podcast family? So today's episode, I am probably going to be the most vulnerable that I have been thus far. And I feel like I have a lot to say in this episode about me, my story, my life. So if you are not interested in hearing (laughs) the ins and outs of my life, then I'm going to just warn you now to change the episodes because this episode is all about me and the reason why I have chosen to talk about this is because I do believe everything happens for a reason and and we'll get into this today um but I have had a rough month um my last episode that I did I interviewed Remy And for those of you that listened to that episode, he is a psychic medium who works out of my office. For those of you that don't know, I am an LCSW who works as a mental health therapist here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And Remy works as part of my team with the similar goal to be able to help and guide people and overcome their challenges in life. And I found Remy in a miraculous, miracle way. That's also part of this episode. Um, And it's just crazy that so much of my life actually fell apart after that episode with him. And I, yeah, I just, I'm going to just dive in. So many of you out there listening to this probably don't, aren't going to know many facts that I'm going to say today. And I feel like it's important for me to share. Um, I struggled with recording this episode, if I'm going to be honest, because I have my own limiting beliefs. There was so much of me that professionally feels like it's not appropriate for me to put myself out here and be vulnerable and make my life public. And what are people going to think? Or what are people going to say? Or what is my family going to say? Or what, you know, riffraff or consequences are going to come if my family listens to this? And I finally just decided that I can't be a hypocrite. I can't I can't be on this podcast telling people to talk about your feelings and to reach out for help and be honest if I'm not going to do the same. So here I am and <laughs> let's freaking dive in. So the story of my background is I, the day that I was born, my dad's youngest brother actually passed away within a short amount of time of me being born and what's interesting about this is I that was a story obviously that my whole family has told me and I have been raised with my entire life and I can't tell you I can't tell you what caused it other than experiences and things that I saw and witnessed and felt throughout my childhood But I've always known my Uncle Ron has always been with me physically, emotionally, and universally. From a very young girl, I remember a very distinct memory of me sitting in my dad's room on his bed. And my dad was, had just gotten out of the shower. He was getting changed. We were going somewhere because I remember I was in a dress and he was picking out a dress shirt. And I remember sitting there. And I looked at something and I looked across the room and I just kind of went into a daze. And my dad had looked at me and he had said something about like, you okay, monster? 
my nickname for him or my nickname from him was monster. And I was a little kid, I would say no more than probably four years old. And my response to him was, yeah, dad, uncle Ron's here. And I saw him and it was something for me I regularly saw. So it was not fearful, but I remember, and I will never forget the look on my dad's face was pure terror because right. If my uncle Ron died the same day I was born. So technically I, I was raised with pictures of him, but I had never seen him. And as a young girl, I honestly couldn't even tell you the time that I first saw a picture of my Uncle Ron, but I knew it was him because he was always with me. I always saw him. He was always doing things like moving things in my room or slamming my slamming the doors. And my dad's face responded like he, pure, pure terror. And he said, what did you just say? And I said, Uncle Ron's here. And my dad just burst into tears. And as a young kid, like I was so confused because in my head, I just thought it was so normal and not understanding to have a gift and to connect with the other side or my spirit guides was so innocent, right? As a little kid, like I just was talking to my uncle Ron and didn't think anything abnormal. And I remember growing up that we, I would often see him and my dad, I think, got more comfortable sharing his experiences. And so there were moments that, you know, he would ask me, like, did you see Uncle Ron or did you do you see him out of your peripheral? Like, you know, certain things because I think my dad felt him and saw him there too. Um, the funny thing is, is my Uncle Ron, I don't know why, but has always loved closing doors. And that's been like what, like his exit. Um, and so that's one thing throughout my life when like the door slams r- randomly I know it's him without a doubt. So the point to me telling you this is that I have grown up with multiple experiences, mainly with my uncle Ron, who I have always felt connected to, has always guided me, has always been a part of my life, whether it's been intuitively or, or whatever. It's, it's been a part of me. It's, it's a gift that I think that I've always had that shaped me that until recently, I really have felt comfortable diving into being honest with. And, and telling my story. Anyway, okay, so for the sake of time, I'm going to speed things up here. So fast forward then through, you know, through my life, having these experiences, having this intuition, having things happen to me um, up until actually, weirdly enough, it'll be five years next month. Um, I was asked to, by my cousin, to go to a psychic medium. She had found this lovely, incredible woman. I believe she was referred to um, because my cousin wanted to talk to her dad and she wanted to have an experience to connect with her dad whom she had lost. At that time, it was like 15 years. And she asked me if I would go with her and I had never been to a psychic medium. I had never really known, like I didn't know much about it at this time. I had heard about him. I honestly probably have the same mindset some of you guys are thinking of. It's like witchcraft or they're going to tell you how many hours you have until you die or like the worst parts about your life. I didn't really know what to expect, but I was terrified. Um, and weirdly enough, I truly believe this is like another sign. Um, the medium had called her to, I was originally going to sit in on my cousin's session and be part of it and have this experience with her. And, um, the medium had called her and, you know, I think she had said, I'm going to bring my sisters and my cousin. And the medium had highly encouraged her to come alone or come with a smaller group of people as 
the sessions, depending on who's there, their energy can change the messages that you were intended to have. So as a support, I still agreed that I still wanted to go through this and be that support for her and and we would do back-to-back sessions. So I was super nervous. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. And she completely changed my life. And it's an experience that I will never, ever, ever forget because, and this is something we as cousins joke about because she did go, she had an okay session. Um, She, I don't think really got the messages and the experience that she wanted. Whereas I had the complete opposite. I had like my world unraveled before my eyes and I was completely taken off guard of what I was being told. And My experience was that I went in very resistive because my cousin session was first. So I kind of resistively went in with, I'm going to only answer yes or no questions. And when Nikki gets done, I'm going to, you know, kind of test her on what knowledge she said or who quote unquote showed up for her and who's going to show up for mine. And so I probably for the first like 15 minutes would not give this, this psychic any more answers than just yes or no because I really wanted her to kind of prove herself. Well, long story short, she proved herself incredibly. Um, And the experience that I had was that in this experience, I actually was given a message from my Uncle Ron that I misinterpreted. Um, and And the message was to prepare myself for my dad's death that upcoming March. So I went in next month will be five years for this mediumship and my dad has passed what will be five years in March. And I was told in in certain ways to prepare for this death as obviously it was going to entirely change my life. So obviously then my dad's death happened. I went through hell and high water for the next year. Um, a lot of other stuff happened in this time frame. Fast forward to up about a year ago, and I had come into contact with another energy worker who I connected with. I had, again, an experience with. It wasn't the same as a psychic medium. It was more so of my, like, energetic codes and the frequency, body frequencies that I was putting off and where my imbalances were. Anyway, I connected with her. She ended up um, connecting me with Remy and the way that I was connected through Remy was kind of weird. Um, We joke about it because I think I call, I know I called Remy and left him the most awkward voicemail I think I've ever left someone. Um, Again, I, there were weird things that happened that led up to me getting Remy's phone number. It was not like a subtle exchange of me meeting him or having a, a, mutual friend it was totally universally pushed together and I truly believe that I tell Remy all the time that you like him and I were our soul connected or are some way meant to be in each other's lives and when I met Remy he it was a really interesting session there he like again read me like an open book and gave me so much insight of what was going on in my life and Actually, he did a lot of his, like of my own healing. He helped me to get rid of a lot of toxic energy and a lot of 
um, like barriers and chains, literally chains that were holding me back that other people's influence had been having on me. Um, so I met with Remy, we connected, um, anyway, long story short, the reason why I'm telling you about Remy is because fast forward to four weeks ago, um, I had asked Remy, I had arranged for him to come to my office because I wanted the office to have kind of like a bonding experience. I wanted the energy to be cleansed. I wanted Remy to kind of just start this, this month off with new energy, new, new feelings, and for all of us to kind of reconnect. And what's funny about this day, um, is that I went to work, I woke up, I went to the gym, I felt so good. I really woke up with like this incredible energy around me. And he, at the time was doing, um, body work. He was doing some Reiki on me and I walked in and he even said, Rhonda, you have great energy. You're the best one of the office today. And I was like, I know I feel great. Um, lo and behold, I found out probably about an hour later, um, my mom had passed. I got the call that my mom had passed and why this is relevant is because I haven't really seen or spoken to my mom in over half my life. And so this was a very difficult, conflicting, emotional, shocking moment for me that I didn't really know how to handle. And it's, it's been a roller coaster of emotions um, for various things. But I'm telling you all of this because I, I really truly believe that things happen for a reason and people come into our lives for a reason. And I, I went to her service recently. I attended. Um, and that was, it was my own mental health journey in itself because I haven't talked to that side of the family for again, over half my life. I didn't know if I was going to be embraced or rejected or yelled at or pushed away or even included. And I was welcomed with open arms and it was almost like nothing had ever passed. No time had passed. And what's funny is I swear to God, they all look the same as they've done 16 years ago. Um, and so it was a strange, strange moment for me that I didn't prepare for. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but at my mom's service, I actually stood up and talked about her and honored her and showed my respect for her. And the one thing that clicked that day was when I was a little girl with my mom, she used to tell me all the time, the guardian angels are around you and, and you're going to do amazing things. And, and she used to tell me, you know, that she could see them or hear them or they would talk to her. And honestly, like, I think it was a lot of the resistance and anger I had towards my mom, but I refused to believe her. I wasn't even open to believing her if, if she could really see or feel things. And I never had those discussions with her. But I remember throughout my life, multiple times, she would always tell me, you know, you're protected, you know, you're watched over. And it wasn't until her service that I stood up and it dawned on me. My mom gets to finally be that guardian angel she's always wanted to be in my life. And if I go into this more and if I back up a little bit, there was a reading that I had with Remy to where I didn't even ask for this. I didn't manifest it. But one of the messages that I was told, and this was a few months back, so my mom was still alive. 
Remy naturally got the urge to tell me my mom and I weren't meant to have the relationship she wanted in this lifetime. And when Remy told me that in that present moment, I kind of scoffed and, you know, laughed about it of like, yeah, well, clearly haven't, you haven't seen her in years. You know, we don't really talk and clearly we're not meant to be, but it wasn't until her service that I genuinely don't believe that my mom's greater powers were meant for me in this lifetime. I think that her, her powers, her guidance, her spirituality was meant for her on the other side. She was meant to have those angel wings. A big factor in why I'm telling all of you this is, again, I want to be raw. I want to be open. I want to be vulnerable. And it's, it's, it's been, it's been a really hard four weeks. I've gone through emotional turmoil and the fears of rejection and abandonment have never been so clear to the point where like, it's even impacted my work doing this podcast, feeling worthy, feeling like what I'm doing even makes a difference. So I think in a weird way, I, I've needed to do this episode and record this to hear my own voice, not only for, for the powerful influence that hopefully this podcast, these episodes, my voice, my, my gifts can have upon you, but for myself, I need to remind myself that I'm okay with my emotions and my therapist recently, I think it was the session that I had right after I found out my mom had passed is the one thing she told me, which sounds so silly, but she had me sit while I was crying and I put my hands on my heart and on my chest and she looked at me and said, Rhonda, you need to be okay with not being okay. And you need to accept that it's okay. You're sad that you miss your dad. It's okay to be upset and, and, and confused on missing your mom. So I guess I'm doing this podcast for that reminder of it's okay to not be okay. And I know that that's such a cliche therapy thing, but it's true. And I need to be reminded of that, that I'm no better or worse than anyone else. And that it's okay for me to be emotional, but it's not okay for me to hide it. And it's, it's not okay for me to not rely on others, whether that's my friends or my family or even my spirit guides. So this episode was not only to further the conversation with Remy, as I mentioned a couple times with that interview, that there is deeper meaning and that I, I do have such a strong spiritual influence and, and that I do believe things can happen within that universal intelligence that may not have logical sense. And I know if you're my friend out there who has told me this before of I'm just seeing or hearing things that I want to, I'm going to let you have that and I hear you, but I need you to hear me also. And if anyone's followed me or my story with my website or online, I'm not afraid to put my story out there. My whole office, the base of my office came with the influence of my dad's death 
And for me, spiritually being connected to him and genuinely at my wits end, asking him for any type of sign or guidance to give me in my life because I was at my lowest of low and my whole success, my whole passion for my life of helping others has come from me listening to these intuitive moments and really listening to the spirit guides that I've had all around me. So if you are listening to this 20 minutes later, I hope that there is some takeaway you can get from this. More than anything, I just felt so strongly that I had to share a glimpse of my life and and be vulnerable and express all the things that have been on my mind, thoughts, emotions, and share some of my story because it's obviously applicable to what Remy and I talked about, but I also think it's fair for all of you listeners, if you're going to have the expectations for me to reach out, be vulnerable, share your story, talk to others, listen to yourselves, I have to do the same. So more than anything, if this is encouragement to get out there and share your story, talk to a friend, speak your truth, do it. Because I promise someone will listen, someone will validate you, and someone will care. And I only hope by me sharing this story, by me sharing these experiences, by me doing this podcast, that somewhere out there you are listening and you are hearing and my words are making a difference. That's all I ever want. I never want a person to feel alone. I never want you to feel unworthy. I never want you to feel unsupported. Every single person matters. Your story matters. And we all have different tracks of life. We all have puzzles that look very, very different, but never forget that every puzzle piece matters to make that beautiful creation that makes you whole. Even the pieces that we don't want to look at or honor or acknowledge. So don't just throw them away. Allow them to be in your space and know that that little piece that makes you and that's a part of you does not define you. It only shapes you into your beautiful being of who you are. Hey podcast family, I have some really exciting news to share. October 21st through the 23rd of this year, 2022, my office and I will be hosting its very first mental health retreat. It'll be three intensive days where we dive down deep, look at all the internal shadows, find your inner child, and transform your life. We are going to guide you through months of therapy in three days. I hope you join us. For more information, you can sign up now at healingfeatherstherapy.com. And hurry, we only have 14 spots available. I hope to see you there.